This is Melendi Podcast with Mommy and Auntie Tay. 30 in Eastern time where I'm at, Shorty. In the AM, I'm saying, though, no. where you at, Shorty? I'm happy without you, but got my doubts, Shorty. Like, like, if my currency dry up, would you be out thirsty? Would your mind want me? Like, your soul want me? When I go down on you, I drown for quarter centuries. You a whole globe, you a whole earth. And I'm a trouble millionaire that fears you know your worth. Absence makes the heart grow. Find us so we wonder. Wonder things we gon' do when distance ain't a problem. Our intentions, they was honest. We was cordial, we was talking. We was hiding, they was knowing, we was lying. We was fucking. Just blatant with it, we was fucking. <laughs> so the song you heard was Wale, Super Slept On. I love Wale. Um, three days, three hours, and the reason why I played it is because... Okay, bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this day, next week, we record on Tuesday nights. This day, next week, it'll be two years. We made it official on Cinco de Mayo. That's my best friend's birthday. That's the importance to me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, we were, um, we were long distance for... A year and some change before um, he moved down and that long distance shit. All that stuff. It do not be working. Well, with the with the love shit, I was with the wrong nigga, so that's all that. <laughs> well, <laughs> we were determined to make it work, and like we're older, and we knew like the game plan was to like come together at some point. So mm, yeah, he was determined. I was just like. Yeah, so, like, that makes a difference. If it's long distance for the fuck of it being long distance, then it's like, all right, what we doing? Like, when you come in or when you go in or what's happening, like... Yeah, I got asked that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He was constantly like, so, ain't you saving for our apartment? I was like, oh, I will see. I'm trying to get a car. So, I thought... (laughs) So, so I had thought that... (laughs) Are you saving for our apartment? He wasn't. Oh no! You thought you were just gonna come down here and just move into my shit and You're be bitch. <laughs> I'm Toy. I'm Tay, and we're Melanzi. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that was hilarious. We our apartment. Are you saving for our apartment? Right. Because <laughs> I know what I'm bringing to the table. I'm the table. So <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> I'm the table, the spoons, the forks, the napkins, the plates. I the am. Cups. I am the floor. The table is on, baby. Okay, I am. <laughs> Everything. Period. Period. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into checking you out. Look at you. Bet you ain't know that I be checking you out when you be putting your heels on. I swear your body's so perfect, baby. How you work it, baby? Yeah. Woo. So, in our checking you out segment, this is our segment where we check in with each other and let us know how we're each, each uh let each other know how we're doing. So, um, Nanny's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, Nan. So anytime Nanny calls you and she's like, "So what's this I hear about?" <laughs> she finna tell you some shit <laughs> that she mad about. That's your oh, whoever. Yeah. So she was like, "What's this I hear about you going and getting you a Nate's haircut?" And I was like, oh. "Here we go. 
Here we go. Manny. And she was like, and are you wearing your mask? And I'm like, we don't have any masks, Nanny. What? I mean, you just got to do something. I'm like, Nanny, studies show that the homemade cloth masks don't protect against anything, Ms. against Ron's any virus. Dance right up and through that cloth. Yes, she is. <laughs> so I told her, I said, you know, I'm praying and we washing our hands and using the sanitizer. I said, we'll be fine. It's okay. And then she did the whole, well, y'all, when y'all come up to Charlotte, y'all aren't going to visit me. I'm not going to let you come in the house because. We wasn't finna see your ass no way. Okay. Oh my, okay. <laughs> oh my God. We love you so much, but we already know that. Girl, we wasn't she was like, because, to your house. because y'all are asymptomatic and I don't need y'all bringing nothing to me. And I was just like, all right, like, okay. You got it, sis. <laughs> uh, like, Nanny, we weren't going to come over there because right. we know we're asymptomatic and Tayana works at the hospital and shit. And right. It was just something that, like, was understood so it didn't need to be explained. Exactly. So make it seem like we're gonna go over there and lick all her shit. And but you know, <laughs> but you know, Nanny's the elder, so you gotta let her have her moment. I was just like, okay. Ain't she the matriarch? Yes, she is. Oh yeah, yeah, protect her at all costs. Yeah, she is. So when Nanny wants to have her moments, I let her have her moments, and you oh, know, yeah. she hung oh, up I on me. She called me and cussed me out one day, <laughs> and it was on the random. <sighs> no, it was because I was. That was when I was gonna go buy my car, and um, Brandon was supposed to come. Ooh, child. Oh, yeah, that situation. Ooh, she called me all sorts of names. I was like, Nanny. And then she called me asking about it, and I was just like, Nanny, it's more than likely not going to work out. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's why I'm not, like, really intervening and whatever. Like, I'm just going to let it play out. It was going to play out because I knew it was going to play out the way it played out. Yeah. So. She was like, oh, I'm at a barbecue. I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? You at a barbecue? Nigga, we supposed to be buying a car. I'm going to slide by there. You got a car? I'm going to take the bus. How we going to get to the fuck? How we finna get to the car, bro? <laughs> this car is in Macon. Oh, my God. How we get to this car, Brandon? No, it wasn't in Macon. It was, um. Yes, it was. That was the same car. No, we did not drive all the way out to Macon. Macon is hours away. We only drove, like, an hour. It wasn't that far out. Oh, no, it felt. It, felt it was, like, past Riverdale, me. though. It was far. That felt long as shit to me because I was driving with no tags on the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we ran into traffic and we had to go through downtown but see that's the thing like with downtown is i feel like you can get away with driving on the highway through downtown because they'd be so worried about the wrecks yeah that ain't nobody worried worrying about, about running tags like yeah, it's always yeah. a wreck or something so now don't say that because that's where these drug dealers are getting caught at <laughs> don't say that uh-uh about every nigga went to jail in atlanta <laughs> Anywho, uh, on the highway or were they off old listen, national? Or? Listen, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, every little drug dealer I done talked to down here told me. Everyone, oh, got many. Shit. <clears throat> anyway, so, <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> How you it's doing? Only like two, three. <laughs> okay. Anywho, but, um, I mean, shit, so far, so good. Ooh, daddy gonna be like, she fuck with drug dealers. <laughs> what is going on in Atlanta? <laughs> I need to go get my daughter. Oh my god, what the hell is going on? I love you. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, I've been, 
I've been good. So like therapy, we talked about a, we were talking about feelings, and I was like, ooh, I don't know how this is gonna go. I finally <laughs> have my session Friday. I can't wait. Uh, I was supposed to have a session tomorrow. Not looking like it. That car note said hello. No, so, uh, it's not really looking like it. Oh, did you cancel it already? Cancel what? The appointment. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh okay, I'm about to say you don't want them to charge yeah, you. Yeah, because Capital One was like, oh hey girl, uh thanks. <laughs> I just got a confirmation email. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, you got the auto pay? Bitch, yes. I don't know how to uh, turn it off. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. You have to teach me. Oh, yeah. We're going to go in there and figure it out. So you can try to split the payments up or something. Please. Like something kind of happen. That's hilarious. <laughs> and it happened simultaneously. Like, I was on the phone with her. And I was like, yeah, so I really think that tomorrow at like 12 is going to work. She was like, perfect. That's the only slot I have available. I was like, great. Refreshed um, refreshed the page. Capital One was like, thanks for your... <laughs> Wait, no, they said, hooray, your first payment. Hooray. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I am not as excited as you are. <laughs> like... I, was like, I was like, yeah, listen, so I don't know when I'm coming back to therapy. Ah! I'm gonna see you when I see you, okay? Oh my gosh! <laughs> but I've been dandy. Oh, but you'll be you'll meet the deductible soon, right? And then you'll be good. Yes. Okay. Okay. I got so at least you know. Okay. Pay that shit. I don't know, but nigga, soon. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of insurance and stuff, so you know, I'm trying to get everything situated with Nate with like the psyche valve and everything, so you can get the IEP. So I called him today because everything's supposed to be reopening somewhat, whatever. whatever. The outside open. I'm not going nowhere though. Look, <laughs> the only place I was going was to get the haircut, and that's only because Dave is like certified and mm-hmm. all of that. If it wasn't for that, <laughs> it wasn't for that. Um. So yeah, they were like, "Well, we don't really know yet," because I was like, "Well," because I knew they weren't gonna say May. So I was like, okay, so what's June looking like? Like, when can y'all schedule it? Like, let's go. Because I already paid the full amount. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, y'all niggas playing. Like, I already paid this $600. Like, let's go. Let's finish it. That's your deductible? They didn't even, like, basically take the insurance. Oh, Jesus Christ. Whew. Mm. They were like, until you meet the deductible, blah, 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 whatever. And this is, like, Larry's insurance, of course. So, you- Leroy. Everybody loves Leroy. Lazy, Lazy nothing. nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, thank goodness because I don't have insurance right now. So, you know, luckily Nate has some insurance, whatever. But yes, yeah, so I had to pay like the full amount. So I'm like, okay, charge it to the game. That's my son. You got to get it done. It is what it is. Yeah. But now they acting like, well, we don't really know and this and that. And I'm like, I ain't doing the payment plan. I paid y'all the full the amount. Whole thing is so nice. why is like my appointment not priority? Let's get the shit scheduled and done. Like what y'all doing? Mm-hmm. So they getting on my nerves. And this was today. And it's the same receptionist who acted like she couldn't um put in my damn email address correctly. So she could send me the confirmation <laughs> shit. I just She's trying her best. <laughs> I be wanting to support black. Like, I be trying. And the shit be raggedy sometimes. Like, I just want us to get it together. She's trying her best. Nah, okay. when we were in there, she was on the phone with her boyfriend and shit. Like, bitch, get off the phone. Help me with these forms and shit. 
Because you didn't send the confirmation email. I didn't know the disappointment was going to be two hours. Oh, damn. You told me it was going to be 45 minutes. Nay hungry, of course. He's always... Nay hungry. He's always hungry at the worst times. I didn't even know Nate needed to be at the appointment. She told me he didn't even need to be at the appointment. I had to call Kelvin up last minute. He ended up going to work late that day. Because I was like, hurry up and put some clothes on Nate and drop him off. (laughs) Mind you, this is like in Atlanta off of Cascade. Oh shit! So this is a hop anyway from Marietta. So I was just like, mm. it's just get it's real raggedy, right? Yeah, but raggedy. they were the cheapest and they're black. So I was like, okay, like I'm trying to you know, whatever, because I'm trying to make sure that you know everybody that's working with us is black and that's you know team native. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to make sure everybody team native shit. So I'm like, all right, come on, like. Mm-hmm. Remember, I thought I could add you to my insurance, and you were like, "Bitch, we can't get married." <laughs> the only way I can—I was like, "What?" The only way I can get added to your insurance is if we were married. <laughs> now, Nate could be added to yours if I like gave you custody of Nate. Oh no, please don't! Ever. But then we would have to like go to court, and there's That's paperwork, and blah, blah, blah. it's just I too love much. my nephew as my nephew, you know. And it would mess up the child sport stuff. And it would just be yeah, extra. Would it would just be too much. Like, uh, yeah, I don't even want to know. It would, uh, we it don't. sound messy. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of mess. Oh! Ah, the ghetto! The ghetto! The ghetto! <laughs> so, that, don't, that don't mean lever, but... Okay, so we're going to start our... Hot Tops with uh, some sad news. Um, Miss Minnie, um, she's from the Little Women of Atlanta's cast. She um, died today in a car accident, or yesterday in a car accident. Oh, yeah, she was the cute, dark-skinned one. Her picture's here. She was cute. So, yeah, apparently... She got into a car accident off of Old National where all dreams go to die. And it was a hit and run. Like, they hit her and then just kept going or whatever. That's it's the hood. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the hood. Um, One of my crappy jobs I worked at when I first moved down here was off of Old National. What's this, up? What's up, Eye Candy? This strip club I was trying to work at is over there. And I have was it Eye Candy? I think it was. Okay, that's where I waitressed that, yeah. Oh, damn. It's a drug front. And, like, it's literally, like, like Atlanta Police Department, like, working security and selling the cocaine there. Oh. But you ain't hear it from me. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know who that woman is. I have never seen her a day in my life. But you ain't hear it from me in the, um... And, um, Police Bay, who I, like, talked to for, like, two weeks from there... Was the home with the fans? Shout it. I knew he it. Was I knew. I knew. He was cute. He was cute as fuck. I knew it. Cute as fuck. He was doing the whole like, I mean, you say you used to be a teacher. I don't feel like you need to be here. Like, this just ain't the spot. You know what I'm saying? He a fucking Drake ass nigga. <laughs> Let me get you on this club, girl. You don't belong here, baby. 
see a stripper on stage popping pussy, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to pay for her college. <laughs> he was like, I just don't feel like, you know, this is the place for you, you know. And then, like, literally, like, a week later, I was like, fuck it, I ain't going back, nah. Was, but He was probably like, it was my speech that had her. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, back to, um... To many. Rest in peace. Yeah, we've got some extremely sad news to share about Little Woman Atlanta star Ashley Minnie Ross has passed away after being involved in a car accident. More details are still forthcoming, but her management confirmed her passing on social media, noting that it was a hit and run. And she was 34 years old. Um, they said it is with profound sadness that we confirm on behalf of the family of Ashley Ross, aka Miss Minnie of Little Women Atlanta, has succumbed to injuries from a, a tragic hit and run car accident today at the age of 34. Reads a statement The family respectfully asks for their privacy as they grieve during this difficult time. And see, that's the thing, too. Like, they probably won't even be able to have like a funeral funeral for her. Because of the pandemic that's going on, like, it's just, this is just a really tough time for families in general. Like, seriously. But on to some lighter stuff. Alright, Tay, you got the next one. Alright, so, Gabrielle Union says she once thoughtily told Steph and Aisha Curry to break up and sleep around. And hey... Okay. <laughs> so this is on Bossup. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this is on Bossup. There's so many ads on this page. They need to do better. Yeah, that's they how need to that's do how Bossup is. Yeah, it's annoying. Because first of all, I just want to scroll, and these niggas is like, "Hey, have you ever had heart disease?" <laughs> <laughs> Take out to read the article. Okay, I'm trying. It's not letting me scroll through shit. Jesus. Oh, oh yeah, they are kind of in the same circle because you know her husband is in the NBA and oh yeah, wait yeah, so you know they probably all hang out and shit like that in the off season wow. or whatever. <laughs> Why is this happening to my computer? I just love it. Okay, this is hilarious. This is according to D Wade back in the nineties, Gabby was a different person, a thought. <laughs> <laughs> if you may, Gabby oh, agreed. Goodness. And said she was enjoying her life. Exactly, sis. Pop coochie. Hence, why she told Aisha and Steph to broke up and smash other people. Ex- ex- blah. Apparently, she said it much, much, much more colorfully than that. Listen, fuck it. So, okay. He, everyone know. knows that, like, their high school sweet or high school or college or whatever sweethearts and... They, like, apparently, maybe, more than likely, like, lost their virginities to each other, and this and that, and they never got to, like, be with anyone else, explore other options, whatever, so that's why when, um, was it last year, everybody was mad at Aisha Curry because she was like, I still want attention from other men sometimes, like, I want other men to tell me I'm cute, and everybody was like, damn, why these women like this, and fuck, even she a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and it's like she's only been with this one guy like she's curious about other dicks like right that's bound to happen and honestly everybody say you're supposed to be all attached to the person you lost your virginity to 
And I mean, people say all the time, like, if you don't go through a whole phase, stop phase, whatever, when you're younger, it's going to, like, creep up later on. You're going to be 40 and nasty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Out here, fucking 20-year-olds. You're going to be somebody's sugar mama. And that's exactly what happened. Like, she didn't go, she didn't get to go through that, like, I'm 20, I'm 21, I'm having a good time phase. She was having kids. Because... She was like super wiped off already. Yeah. So now that she's 30, 31, whatever, now she's like, shit, I wish I did go in. Isn't 35 the sexual peak for women? I think so, like 35 to 40 or something like that. 40, 35 to 45, something like that. But yeah, that's what, more than likely, that's like how the conversation. Yeah, I'm sure she wasn't just like, girl, you need to go pop pussy with someone else, girl, other dicks. Other dicks. <laughs> Try that. <laughs> but yeah, everybody everybody says that if you don't go through your thigh phase when you're younger, it's going to show up in your serious relationship later. Exactly. That's why I'm doing it now. You oh get it God. out the way. Get it up out the way. Get it up out the way. Yes. And also, um, Gabrielle Union is a sexual assault, sexual violence survivor. Um, oftentimes, they um, become promiscuous because we... Um, myself we. included, um, Tayana included. Um, we don't va- we don't see our bodies as valuable after like a situation like that happens. So you know, lots of therapy and work and all that stuff, and you know, you move on and you know. I'm about to text my therapist and a couple. <laughs> hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to talk to Dr. Gaffrey Friday. So yeah, I just I feel like that's where the conversation probably happened. Like they were probably just like just like, yeah, girl, uh you know, maybe y'all need to explore take a break and explore some options yeah. and why not? You know, make sure you want some birth control because make sure he wears a condom and doesn't have a baby outside of the relationship and then you right, because together, y'all, like Yeah, because y'all are gonna me. come back together, <laughs> but you don't wanna like have a break baby and Everybody she know from experience break about the break baby. Everyone has a fucking break baby. That's bullshit. Mm, attacked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. No, I don't have a break baby, but someone I dealt with on a very serious level. Um had one. I dodged a bullet because the nigga used to talk to you got three kids now. Child. Mind you, it was middle school, but still. Okay. <laughs> what the? F- moving on. <laughs> Lisa Ray clarifies her recent comments about the Kardashians and body image. I said the comment and I meant it. Oh. She said what she said. And that's that on that. Period. Poop. So, roommates, earlier this month, many were up in arms when Lisa Ray made <laughs> comments stating that the Kardashian family is responsible for the overly curvy body type that is widely celebrated in the mainstream these days. Well, she is doubling down on her initial statements and basically wants everyone to know that she said what she said. Mm-hmm. As we previously reported during an episode of Fox Soul with Vivica Fox, Selena Johnson and Claudia Jordan, Lisa Ray stated that she thinks the Kardashians have single-handedly changed the women's body shape that's acceptable now. Yes. She continued adding that because of their heavily idolized and duplicated body types, many women now prefer to have a small waist, all this ass, which looks like 
the ankle can't even hold up all of that. And then the thighs don't match. It's like, what we see you. You built like a tent. Lisa Ray. Bugs life in this bitch. Lisa Ray added even more spice to her comments when she said that despite their bodies being ideal to millions of women and girls, she has no desire to have her body look that way just because it's trendy. She also suggested that the Kardashians are influencing the other generations that come after them to think that those are the kinds of bodies that they need to have. Well, after ticking a lot of people off of her comments, she recently offered even more explanation about what she said. Lisa Ray wanted to make it clear that I said the comment and I meant it. I wasn't being, <coughs> I wasn't being good, bad, or indifferent. Well, there you have it. Uh, I agree. Totally agree. I totally agree. Especially because when I was in high school, that's when that shit started popping, popping. So then these girls, I'm okay. So I graduated early. I was what? I was what, like what? Seventeen when this was, this conversation happened. So I'm talking with my one of my best bitches, and she was like. Honestly, I think I'm going to end up getting a tummy tuck soon. And I was like, soon? Girl, what? you 16, 17. Like, you, your metabolism is, like, at 150% right now. Like, take a, pull on a waist trainer, take a walk. One walk. (laughs) One. And then on top of that, it made her think of herself, like, at a lower standard as if she she has to look like this or else this guy's not gonna wanna talk to her. And it didn't help that the niggas at our school was just like, uh uh-uh, uh, if she don't look like Kylie And they look like they look like fucking Roscoe Dash. Get the fuck out of oh here. Oh my god. Okay, so okay, funny enough, when I first moved down here, did you know I was gaining weight or whatever when I came down Ooh. here. So, you know. She would think Anyway <laughs> Still is think. <laughs> Anyway, um, so you know, I was small, then I got big. Big like cold Greek? <laughs> <laughs> well, not bigger. I'm not like over. Well, damn, I am overweight. Anyway, um, uh, uh, anyway, but <laughs> according to the BMI, but I had like a guy tell me that when dating down here because there's a lot of the like the models and the strippers you know they get like the butt shots and shit like that yeah. or whatever that the main thing that they look for are like the stretch marks and the cellulite because that lets them know that like what you got going on is what your mama gave you not what dr miami gave you i mean you can still have stretch marks with, uh, with the shit dr miami gave you i'm telling you what the man said so He's i was like okay so so and i mean maybe this is because these are regular guys too like i'm sure the men who are in the entertainment industry are kind of used to dealing with the chicks that that have the fake asses and the plastic surgery and they're paying for it and they don't have a problem with it or what you know what i'm saying like it's kind of what goes along with because everything is fake anyway everything is like smoking mirrors including them so Mm -hmm. you know they doing the beijing and all the shit the beijing jesus so you know what it's whatever like you got some fake shit going on i got some fake shit going on like we're all kind of enhancing ourselves so but when it's a regular dude he don't care about yeah and he not gonna pay for that shit so (laughs) he don't care about the tummy tuck and the the ass implants and the fat transfer and all of that like that's just really important they definitely appreciate the real body more than... Right, they're like, so what's your credit look like? Because <laughs> if we're going to make this work, listen. 
<laughs> you you running up all kind of bills and stuff trying to get plastic surgery in it, but I definitely think it's true. Cause even when you um all the influencer models and stuff that you see now, they all look like the Kardashian Jenner like lookalikes. And they use their makeup too. I, I honestly they so all many look women like look- racially ambiguous, yes. the weird like plastic surgery bodies. And they're white. And everyone's always like, but they're Armenian. Okay. That's white. Okay. All right. I've I've been told that I'm racist like so many times because people are like, no, they're Italian. So they're mayonnaise with olives. Cool. Oh my God. They're the, they're the mayonnaise with the olive oil <laughs> with it. <laughs> they are. Oh, and that's our, our main topic for today. Racism! people. Let's get into it. So, for this episode, we're going to talk about racism amongst millennials and Gen Zs and this myth that, like, the Gen Z generation is going to be, like, the least racist generation. Oh, we're not. Or, <laughs> oh, no. No, honey. We're, we're or not. whatever. So, yeah, we're going to get into it. Okay. Mm-mm. So I know y'all saw that video of the two of the two uh, Georgia students, Georgia students, <clears throat> who posted this TikTok and it was like they were putting their ingredients together. You know how they do with the water, you know. And on these napkins, well, on the cups, it was saying like, "Going to jail." Bloop. No dad. Bloop. Nigger features. Bloop. Oh. Right. Just pouring on the charm. Right. Just. <clears throat> Add, sprinkle a little, sprinkle a little charm in there, and so they got they get caught and shit, and now they're like, it was, I was so sorry. Everybody heard the same apology. This whole, I'm sorry if I offended you, shit. That's not taking accountability. You still racist. Fuck you and everything you stand now, for. Now, what city or county were they in? Okay, because so, they said it was Greater Atlanta, but you know how they consider like all of Georgia Greater Atlanta, like yeah, right. basically. <laughs> It's like people you know act like Atlanta is the state. It's like, no, it's a city. Listen, when, before I moved out here, best believe that's what I thought. So shut up. <laughs> I'm talking about just this area. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, greater Atlanta. And it'll be like Lawrenceville. I'm like, Lawrenceville was like an hour and a half. <laughs> Lawrenceville is not greater Atlanta to I don't me. Know that, uh, I don't know what, what specific, which McCallum it was at. But they school expelled them, which they should. <laughs> Okay, the boy, the dude goes to like this super black gym. He's learning how to kickbox by black people. And then, so they found out about it. And it was like, oh, goodbye. Really? (laughs) X his ass out, which he deserved. And then the girl came out and was like, this shouldn't ruin our lives. This one moment shouldn't dictate how, how the rest of our futures go. Yes, it should. Because in that one moment, you thought it was funny. You thought it was cute. It was wrong. It was racist. And you knew that. Right. As fuck. Nigger features. Oh, hard ER, baby. Oh, my. Okay, so that reminds me of, um, because you know Uncle, Uncle, well, our um, my, my our aunt and uncle that live here that, mm-hmm. you know, live in a pretty white area. The um, stocks. They wanted when they um when I first came down, they wanted me and Nate to live in Cherokee County because Cherokee County's better, the school's better, da da da, whatever. Look at them now, got the Rona. 
Anyway, so literally maybe three or four weeks before I moved um, Nate down, which at this point I had already decided I wasn't going to be in like Cherokee County. You know, we're in Cobb. We love it here. Cool. Um, There was an article about some kids at Cherokee County schools wearing like the MAGA shit to school. And how, like, there were a couple of students that complained. Because it's still a predominantly white county, so. Yeah. So, you know. probably, like, three kids who were like, hey. Yeah, and they were basically like, oh, nah, it's cool. They can wear it. It's fine. Like. No. Mm. No. And apparently they were doing, like, racist shit in the school and stuff like that. And they were of just like. They, they were just like, nah, nah, it's cool. It's fine. I was like, yeah, this is why I'm glad we decided on Cobb County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's more diverse. Because I didn't want Nate being the only black kid in his class. Because you know they look at our kids different. Totally different. And they already got whatever his you got going, on, going got on. So the last thing I need is him to be the only black kid in the class. And because right. he got these the ADHD and all that stuff going on. Y'all don't see it as that. Y'all just see it as a black kid being bad as fuck. Exactly. Because that's what black kids are. That's exactly. what they do. We rowdy. You know his dad isn't around. You know that type of shit mm-hmm. they be doing. So I, uh, I ain't have time for that. And then, oh, the way white people like get at you. It's just like, what? Hold up. I know. And then the shit that kids say to you, the shit that kids say to each other. Oh, hell no. Kids is mean as fuck. But anyway. Yeah, I, I just didn't want that for Nate. I was like, I don't mind him going to a school that's mixed. There's some white, Hispanic, black, whatever. But I didn't want him to be, like, literally the only. The one raisin in a sea of milk. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. So, we found another article. New York Times. This also happened in Georgia and Brunswick. Oh, Jesus. Ahmad Arbery loved to run. It was how the 25-year-old former high school football standout stayed fit, his friend said. And it was not unusual to see him running around the outskirts of the small coastal city near where he lived. But on a Sunday afternoon in February, as Mr. Arbery ran through a suburban neighborhood of ranch houses, a moss and moss-draped oaks, he passed a man standing in his front yard who later told the police that Mr. Arbery looked like the suspect in a string of break-ins. According to a police report, the man Gregory McMichael, 64, called out to his son, Travis McMichael, 34. They grabbed their weapons, a 357 Magnum revolver and a shotgun, jumped into a truck and began following Mr. Arbery. Stop, stop, they shouted. At Mr. Arbery, want to talk to you. Moments later, after a struggle over the shotgun, Mr. Arbery was killed, shot at least twice. No one has been charged or arrested in connection with the February 23rd shooting, killing. The case has received little attention beyond Brunswick, but it has raised questions in the community about racial profiling. Mr. Arbery was black, and the father and son are white. And about the interpretation of the state's self-defense laws. The Re- the Reverend John Davis II, the president of Brunswick chapter of the NAACP, has called the shooting troubling. 
and Mr. Arbery's friends and family have worried that the case, similar to others that have prompted nationwide outrage, might quietly disappear in their deep south community because social distancing restrictions amid the coronavirus outbreak have made it difficult for them to gather and protest. We can't do anything because of this corona stuff, said Wanda Cooper, Mr. Arby's mother. We thought about walking out where the shooting occurred, just doing a little march, but we can't be out right now. Mr. Arby was killed three days before the anniversary of the 2012 killing of Trayvon Martin, the unarmed African-American teenager whose confrontation with the Florida neighborhood watch captain, George Zimmerman, helped ignite the Black Lives Matter movement. According to documents obtained by the New York Times, a prosecutor who had the case for a few weeks told the police that the pursuers had acted within the scope of Georgia's citizen's arrest statute and that Travis McMichael, who held the shotgun, had acted out of self-defense. The, re- the police report does not mention whether Mr. Arby was in possession of a weapon. I doubt it because he was I jogging. I fucking doubt it. He's just chilling. He's just fucking jogging. He's, He's jogging. Like, who jogs business. with a gun? Like, you're just exercising. The um, attempts to reach Gregory McMichael, a retired investigator for in the district attorney's office, were of course, of course, this nigga is the police. Mm. <sighs> of course, mm. <sighs> we're unsuccessful. In a brief mm. phone conversation, Travis McMichael, who runs a company that gives custom boat tours, declined to comment, citing. The continuing investigation. So yeah, this was on the New York Times. The article will be in the show notes. He was so cute. They have a picture of him in here, Mr. Arbery. <sighs> and of course, they have a cute picture of him because you know he didn't have a criminal record or anything, so there's no mugshot for anybody to show. He wasn't someone who was stealing stuff. He was just exercising. Exercising while black. You can't do shit while black. You can't do anything while black. And you know what? I love how I love how every single article is always like this raises the question. Can we stop raising questions and start getting some fucking answers about this shit? Because this is this is going too far. This is this is it's been going too far. Two people got lynched in Georgia last fucking year. See, I okay, so I've been trying to tell people that like they see Atlanta like the city of Atlanta and they see how like um progressive it is as far as like you know the gay rights and the blah blah you know all of that whatever the parades and the music literally step outside of Atlanta five miles five miles out of Atlanta and you're in Georgia yeah you're in the deep south like Mm. period like, it's to the point where when I go to work and what's like, and I go on my lunch break, if I like go and sit in a restaurant to eat, I get stared at. I'm getting like weird looks. Like, I literally eat in my car with my like slightly tinted thing. windows. Yeah, I like do I don't. the same thing when I have to work in Woodstock and when I'm in Ackworth, Canton, all those places. I eat in my car because, when, well, first of all, when I don't, they want to come and talk to me and ask me all these questions as if I'm the first and only black they've ever seen. Black. Okay, and I'm tired of the questioning. I'm tired of of the of the whole like, how did your hair do that? Did you get did you get work done? Like, no, sis, I haven't. Okay, this is just what I, what the fuck I look like. My hair do this naturally. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's just really weird. So yeah, either I get the really weird stares, or if I'm like running an errand or something, I get like Jim Bob trying to holler low key. Wakanda forever. My name's Jim. Hey. <laughs> I literally had a guy come up to me while like um, so we were in the line. He is cute. We were in the line. Me and Kevin were in the line. We were at Kroger, and. and and Cobb, the white guys do not care. Like, they're going to approach you. Yeah. So, hey, he, miss. So, yeah, we were in Kroger and we were in the line, and Kelvin was like, Oh, I forgot to get some beers. You know, you will have to go get beer. And as Kelvin was walking back, like, I'm looking at Kelvin, like, walking towards me. This white guy whispers in my ear, Oh my God, you were so fucking sexy. And I was just like, Thank you. I just smiled and said, Thank you. And Kelvin was looking like, The fuck? Ooh. <laughs> And he saw how big Kevin was and, like, walked off. And he was like, what was that? I was like, you told me I was sexy. Nah, them Cobb County whites gonna step. Hello. They gonna step. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, the ones outside, you know, they, gonna, they just gonna look and, Possibly you shoot know, you. lick their lips and stuff. But the ones that Cobb, they gonna step. They don't yeah, care. They, are. they gonna let you know. It's been a couple white men. Hi, my just... name's Chad. They right. gonna let you know. Mm-hmm. But... Okay, yeah, so yeah, back to the, the racism conversation. Um, it's definitely something that's still going on. Like, I hear a lot of, like, let's get these old, you know, these older people, let them die off, and then racism will die off, too. And, and honestly, he's racism, a millennial. racism is taught. Okay, he didn't. Right. He didn't go and grab that gun because because this is what I really. That's think. what I'm saying. This was ingrained. This in is him. something that's being passed on through the generations. It's not going to disappear at all. So, like, we can all just kind of we can all just stop. But yeah, go ahead and read the last article, and then we can like really get into that. But yeah, mm-hmm. like this whole notion of like racism is gonna end when like the older people pass away like that's not how it works it's not no not at all it's like at all so this next article is on how gen z as a multicultural vanguard can safeguard the future of america and let me tell you this right now Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh nope (laughs) sorry and it says if older americans can lead from a more enlightened racial attitude among Gen Z's, then the country can look forward to a bright future. It was the Gen Z's that was posting shit like, you got nigger lips. So really... Right, that's what I'm seeing. I, yeah. I like mean, I said, it's it's still being passed down. Like, it's... Definitely. It's, it's not gonna disappear. The extent in which Generation Z can serve as multicultural vanguard can help determine the future of America. Two vastly different scenarios are possible. Young Americans can move forward... And with less conflict and ridden, conflict-ridden futures, because because they are less likely than older generations to define us and them in racial, national, geographic categories, or we can become even more polarized, less trusting, and fragmented society. I think that's what's happening. But anyway, let's continue <laughs> on. Let's continue on. Okay. So. Vision one, the United States is a majority minority country. Its its senior citizens population is predominantly white. Oh, that's sad because older black people pass away from like hypertension and shit. Yeah, like a lot younger. They don't, yeah, they don't make yeah. it. That's it's not a lot of us like making it to like a hundred and shit like that. Yeah, that's yeah. 
Um, while its workforce is mainly racial and ethnic minorities, non-Hispanic whites still make up the majority of the voting age population, both because racial mi- racial minorities are more are much younger on average and younger than likely to vote, and because restrictive voting requirements have disproportionately disenfranchised them. Very Especially true. in Georgia. Very true. I went to go vote, and they were like, your, your, your vote was already casted. Me and Nate looked at each other like, what? Yeah, you already voted. Like, girl. Yeah, I was like, who? You shut up. Look, I got I got everything here with me. <laughs> uh-uh. And Nate was hype about it and everything. We all know that they stole that fucking camp. Listen. Stole that election from Stacey. We know. <sighs> Nigga trying to That's why every time he come on, somebody be commenting like, where's Stacey Abrams at? <laughs> well, especially when he was talking about opening up the city. Excuse me? Open up Atlanta, well, the, the state, black hood. Well, he was talking about, yeah, the, the state. Still. Keisha was like, nope. Right. Shut it down. Keisha was like, I mean, I hear what he's saying, but y'all need to listen to me, okay? Because he's trying to kill y'all. Okay, listen. Stay uh, your motherfucking ass in, in the, the house. house. Okay? But anyway. I'm on scenario two. Whatever. The U.S. is majority minority country. A senior citizen population is predominantly white. Its workforce its workforce is largely non-white. Okay, you said that. We'll skip down a little more. No, this is the, this is the whole different paragraph. Oh, okay. This okay, is okay. very redundant. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Points. Um, the American Republican Party is still largely non-Hispanic, um, white, but the parties are prelim- pr- primarily divided amongst ideology. Lo- ideological lines. Bitch, I cannot read. Yeah, so basically um um liberal and conservative. In a two-party system with persuasive media coverage and a tangle of campaign finance laws, political polarization continues to fight over who will pay for what, what types of social services and what regulations will harm versus help the society. There are there are political battles, but people but because opponents on each side believe that they have a chance to be the winner at least some of the time, these fights will always become violent. That's crazy. I mean, I don't agree with that. But even though Trump rallies be getting crazy, well, they I do. think I think they mean they don't mean they mean violent figuratively, not. Um, I guess not maybe literally. they should have been more pacific. Specific. But, <laughs> <laughs> I know what the fuck it is. <laughs> But I honestly don't feel as though that Gen the Gen Zs are gonna like we're the change like because there's still that trickle of racism. Yes, we're more welcoming. There's a so, lot more interracial. So what the article's trying to say is the next generation of people that are gonna be like basically running the country are like mostly biracial and non-white. Because what is it? Um, Beige. <laughs> but yeah, studies show that in like 50 years, um, I think the Latinx community is going to be the majority. It's not going to be like the um, the Caucasians, the white, the whites or whatever so anymore. you better learn Spanish. <laughs> I lost like all of it. I don't listen. Care. I did too. And it makes me so sad. So sad. But yeah, so I keep hearing that a lot like um, or just the imagery of it like. The way to save racism is like biracial children or biracial relationships. I'm That's like, not mm. the way. Mm. I, I don't agree. I cannot say I agree with that. No. Especially because in a lot of the interracial relationships that I see, 
Because my best friends date white bitches. Uh, white women. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. White. Anyway. Right. But my best friends date white women. And it's because they view, which I had to get on their asses about. Ooh, I hate having these conversations with these niggas. But they view black women as as more of... More rowdy. A fucking go? Oh. No, more, more rowdy. You know? It's more... They think that dealing with the bullshit that a white woman's gonna put you through is gonna be totally different than dealing with the bullshit that a black woman's gonna put you through. We've been friends for years. Name the bullshit I put you through. Ain't none. Ha! Anyway. I mean, that's still different because you're not, like, in a relationship with these niggas, but... Very true. But they also disproportionately date, not go out with, but just date black women because it's like oh i'm gonna fuck her but i'm gonna date her i'm gonna right, date like a this fucking becky. yeah i'm gonna date this becky but i'm gonna fuck janelle on the side and that's fucked up and that's because of how they view themselves and how they view they white women are put on a pedestal once a white woman cries the whole world stops <sighs> seriously <sighs> yeah and sadly they're a product of that and it's a, it's a tr- it's a trickle up, trickle down, whatever. Like they start as Becky, then they become Karen, then they become Susan, or Susan trains Karen, and then Karen trains Becky. But like it's levels to it. So like Becky, Caitlyn with an I and a Y, and then like six. Yeah, please, please, please stop. <laughs> a silent please, X. Please, <laughs> please stop. So. <laughs> So, um, Becky is the white girl that's the Kylie. I don't understand why I can't say the N-word. And I'm fucking Jerome so I can say it. He says it's cool. It's in the song. (laughs) The song said it. I'm not going to skip over it. It's in the song. Karen is, yeah, this, I'm moving into this neighborhood and... Oh my God, why are they playing all this loud-ass music? Go-Go, what is that? I'm going to shut down that little hood store they have, and it's going to be Froyo. <laughs> I'm going to make a Froyo stand, okay? Oh my God. I'm going to use the my, my husband's L- money from l- the divorce. Listen, listen. <laughs> Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> That'll get them. So yes, Becky, Karen, and then Susan... I work with a Susan. Ooh. Susan is the wife of Tom. This white man that just shot down McAri. Hmm. I see it. I see it. You see what I'm saying? I you see know. It. I see it. Like Susan is like, you know, um, the daughter of the Confederacy and shit like that. You know, the whole I like my Confederate flag held high. <laughs> this is my flag. This is our heritage. It's not racist. (laughs) (laughs) That's Susan. So Susan, Karen, Becky. And those women are dating our Jeromes, Derricks, and Williams. Okay. They're Williams. Yes. I know you know a black dude named William. I know five. Well, Susan lied on William. And got him in trouble. You're making up so many Karen. <laughs> But it's real, though. Karen called the cops on Jerome when he was just, you know, trying to deliver the mail or whatever. He's lurking around the houses. Becky is fucking Daquan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the trap house. In the trap house. 
She, she's the Quan's ride or die. She's walking in like, wow, there's just no furniture. You guys don't like couches. <laughs> it's only a mattress. It's a pit bull in the corner. She pregnant. She pregnant. <laughs> it's a crayon in the corner. She pregnant. Everybody motherfucking pregnant. And my bonding is we getting this money though. <laughs> we getting this money though. Okay, but yeah, in all seriousness, um, and I even hear this from like, I guess biracial, whatever, like black women all the time that like their moms are white and they grew up around like the white side of the family that they deal with the micro aggressions and the micro racism within like their family all the time. Like it's not the whole let's have biracial children thing is, is not the answer. And a lot of it is without like, yeah, like a lot of it is just fetishizing the black man or the black woman, because I know a lot of white dudes who distinctly only date, black women and it's like okay cool but why because they ass fat that's not that's not that's not a good reason it's not a good reason it really isn't oh jeez i ain't gotta deal with that i don't like pink meat Mm. tayanda my god shut up (sighs) you talking about me getting us canceled no bitch you but anyway they think so my coworker, the one who sits next to me she literally shows me these random pictures of white guys and she's like don't you think he's cute and when i say no she's like but you're racist and it's like i just don't i'm just, just because i'm not sexually attracted to this does not mean that i'm racist right i think some black men are unattractive if they're not attractive yes. they're not attractive it doesn't really and if you really want to look at racism i can't be racist there's no privilege what the fuck who, 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 who there's no power anyway um but yeah i honest okay unless there's going to be some real work done to dismantle the white supremacy, patriarchal, capitalistic society. Shout out to T with Queen and Jay, the podcast. Check them out too. It's not going to happen. Shout out to the white people that hold other white people accountable for their racism. Kayla with the big booty at work, I fuck with you. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like, until they sit down with themselves and really do that work, really talk about what really happened mm-hmm. I, in an honest way, not in the we won so we get to tell the story bullshit way. Yes. It's not going to happen. Like, going and, like, having a kid with the Quan isn't the answer. And also, saying that it wasn't you who was the slave owner doesn't solve anything because you're still benefiting from the society that was put in place so that we could be that's That's what I mean, like, the whole, like, you're you know, still... the winner tells the story thing. Like, like we really, they amongst themselves need to really, like, deal with their shit for yes. real. It's like, I, like, that, I real, didn't real. have slaves. I just support stop and frisk. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yes. All three of these articles are going to be in the show notes. Um, If you want to contribute to the conversation, um, you can leave us a voicemail. The link to that will also be in the show notes. You can also email us at melinzi at gmail.com. So, yeah. You know, if we get some feedback, you know, we'll recap next episode. And we'll, you know, share your comments and everything. Are you ready to go into our next segment get into the money yeah yes ma'am
work been? Do you want to share what's really been happening lately at work? It's been a couple text messages I had to send my sister. Like, listen, shit going crazy. My patient <laughs> fresh off off of out of Italy, so I just need you clean out the room, getting that shit out <laughs> because now I got a quarantine. And then we do the testing. And then they come back negative. But that one recently, they had like all the symptoms though. All of them. So. All of them. Oh yeah. She had all of them. And you know what? She's a Karen. Just walking around. No mask. Chilling. Big chilling dog. She was in our waiting room. She was was just coughing. We were like, who who the fuck? Somebody need to give her a mask. Oh my God. Because we ain't finna do that. Okay, so could it be a thing of like, if they were to test her three days from now, she could possibly be positive. Like, cause that's what I'm wondering because possibly. she literally had all the symptoms. It's very possible. So. And then my ass would be asymptomatic. So, ha 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 ha. We all would be. So that's why Jesus. we're not going to go see Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> but so this really put into perspective of like, just how like dangerous this shit really can be. Because when I got her back into the room, she coughed. She, I gave her the mask. She, I asked her how she traveled. She was like, yep. I was like, where? She was like, well, she went to... She came back from Italy, and she went in February or something like that. And she's back now. And since then, she can't taste anything. She's been sleepy. She's been real tired. She's getting, she's getting, getting this rash on her chest and shit. Mm. So I'm hearing this as I'm slowly inching out the door. Like, <laughs> let me get the fuck on. I told, I told my doctor, and she was like, "Don't go back in there. Go put a mask on. Go change. Go put the whole gown on. Put some booties on your shoes. Okay? Yeah, the full shebang on. Whole okay. thing. So I have on an N95 mask, a regular mask, plus my uh, the mask. That oh keeps yeah, because you face. get the allergic reaction. Exactly, because yeah. I'm allergic to that shit. On, so I have a total of three masks on, and I have an eye shield, everything, and I have to safely transport this this test over to the lab which is in the hospital granted we have tunnels and shit you never really know how long that tunnel is until you're carrying something that's like if you tip it over it's a wrap oh my gosh you have to walk really gently you can't like there was no stops there was no nothing and i got it was a whole nother nurse involved with it and we both masked up and gowned up all the you know all the old people at my job like ah what is going on who do we need to mask? Like, <laughs> they all getting scared. They panicking. I'm not making it no better. They talking about me. You know she 21. She ain't gonna show no sign. She probably already got it. She probably already got it. <laughs> I heard like three people say that in my pod. I was like, you know what? It's cool. Whatever. Anyway. Uh... But. <laughs> and then I had to keep running back and forth with shit. Because they put the test code in wrong. It really just showed a lack of organization in this big ass organization and with something like corona going on right now she dancing around all the streets we need to have dancing in the streets <laughs> we need to have this shit down pat to a science it shouldn't be there's no reason why we have did they tell her to quarantine anyway because yes. i would have located okay yes she's supposed to be quarantining this bitch and then oh it didn't help that she came in with a starbucks cup you went to a starbucks you just around in these streets like y'all, this? Y'all love that Starbucks, y'all. Chill out, because Starbucks is good. 
Shut up. Y'all love that Starbucks. Chill out. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Kelvin, we went to Kroger the other day. He got some Starbucks. You know, the nice one. Mm-hmm. And the girl, like, what, wiped something off on the rim, like, with her finger. And Kelvin was like, did that really happen? I was like, nah, you wanted the Corona bucks. You wanted, you the, wanted the Corona bucks. <laughs> you wanted to be at the No, at but the that Starbucks. happened to me when we went to that one. Yeah, that happened when we went to that one. And that's why I had asked her to wipe it again. She was a little embarrassed. But my patient embarrassed the hell out of me today. So I had, you know, I had my little uh, quarantine nails. You know, my little SNS. It was, you know, a little space. It was a little gap. Look look at little Rocky. It was a little gap. It wasn't nothing too serious, though. This 62-year-old black woman, I'm taking her pose. She looks at my hands and she's like, you know you can take that off at home. Babe, oh my! And I was just like, the older black women do what? not care what they say to you. They just get old when and don't I give tell a you, shit. I was in birth. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. They don't care what they say. And her to nails me. was all nice and fresh. She looked like she just hit the salon. <sighs> Eyebrows done. I'm growing caterpillars up here. I want to. Looking a hot fucking I mess. Get my eyebrows done so bad. I want my hair done. I want my braids. So bad, oh but I'm not God. going on to nobody's house <laughs> at all. No, uh, but that's really what's been going on with me. So yeah, I so you know I'm starting a new job um, next Monday. Yay! Woohoo! Woo! Um, so they have to do everything kind of differently because you know the Rona. So instead of um, which I actually prefer this, but um. Instead of us going there and they like take our pictures for our ID badges, we get to send them a picture. Oh, that's so nice. So I sent like shit. So I sent my headshot that Selena Bomber did for me. Find her on the social media. She's Shout out. She's amazing. So I'm like, yes, professional photo. My makeup's done because it would have looked a hot mess right now. Oh yeah. Eyebrows looking crazy. I mean, well, I would have put some makeup and shit on, but still, like, depending on the quality of the camera, like. I feel like whenever they're taking your picture for the um for the ID badges, it's always like a flip phone camera. Oh, like yeah. it's never Every like time. it's never on center. <laughs> Nothing. The lighting's always really bad. Mine like, you is just really always close for no reason. It's just extra close. As it fuck. just always looks so bad. So yeah, so that and then um, I did my first aid, CPR, whatever. Like I finished it today. Like it's all online. But how they do so. Okay, the last time I got mine, it was actually, it was an in-person class. Mm-hmm. So you had to do the machine. Yeah, right? you know, you do that on a dummy, yep. you know, that's what, and so. And the baby. And the, yeah, the little baby. Um, so, but online, you have to, like, follow the prompts, and you gotta, like, put the mouse on or oh, whatever. Oh, I know, and it's so annoying. If you, don't, if you don't press the mouse long enough for the breaths, it tells you it's wrong. And I'm like, bitch, this isn't real. Like, just let me go past. <laughs> this is real, Okay. Don't do that. I'm like, I pushed it. And then you have to click the mouse at like the right rhythm for the compression. Because it's and... important. <sighs> because it's important. Okay. And then like if you um if you do something by mistake, it'll say you did too many compressions. I was getting aggravated. I'm like, this is on a laptop. Like this isn't like the real thing. <laughs> you just got to keep the ah, 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 stand alive. 
but you gotta do it real like fast and deep as shit. When I was doing mine, I thought I was gonna break. Like, oh, because they really had thing. they had the dummies or whatever. Yeah, we yeah. had like the real with like the with the actual like it felt like bones was in there and we had to like oh, press shit. down. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna fuck around and break the machine. I got to pay for it. I didn't even have my first check yet. Damn. <laughs> I was nervous. They be having grown ass men in there. I'm sure that yeah. that machine that seen worse, that dummy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Of course, that I seen didn't stand worse. a chance. I just feel so prepared to save a life. Just like yeah, you do save lives. <laughs> I don't know about that. You're essential. <sighs> Yo, after that day, I literally I got on, I, as soon as I clocked out of there, I was still in the building. I was I was on the phone with you. And I was like, I don't want to be essential no more. I'm sick of this. Oh I'm changing God. my clothes in the car. I'm. It's horrible. Oh my gosh, it's lonely in these streets. It's lonely. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Nanny was freaking out about that too because she was like, "You gonna be in them people house?" I was like, "Yes." I'm about to be in them people house too, and it's gonna be the old people. Tana. Gonna be taking care of somebody, grandmother. I was like, yeah, you know. I was like, um. The agency's goal, you know, we partner with DFATS. The agency's goal is to reunite families. So I'll be, you know, doing the positive parenting classes and supervising visitation and, you know, the drug testing. You know, there's a lot of people addicted to opioids. You know, we give her the whole. Oh, yes. Those few. And she was like, that just, that doesn't sound safe. You're going to be in them people's house? like yes nanny i sure is i was like you know I, I did the training on how to be vigilant and look at my surroundings and you know whatever i'll be fine it'll be okay and then kelvin asked like we're gonna get you a little taser i was like i can't have weapons but we'll get the pepper spray i'm like i'm not that is a weapon still <laughs> oh my god he was like you're gonna get a little something i was like all right whatever i'm leaving the shit in the car like i'm not i want a gun but with Nate, I'm not about to have that. Yeah, but by law, like, you can't have any of that stuff with you. If you feel like it's dangerous or whatever, you're supposed to just get up and leave or not go at all or, or whatever. Like, that's the procedure. It's not... Anyway, it's, it was just funny. But, yes, yeah, so I'm excited about that. But, um... Yeah, I told him I have to figure out, like, how we're gonna coordinate it because my first, like, on-the-job day, quote-unquote, is, like, our anniversary. <laughs> so but you know i can set my own schedule so i would just um i'll probably try to set it to where i'm doing a lot of the stuff in the morning and afternoon so i can come home maybe like four or five whatever and i can put on my little hoe fit and we can hang out in the house because that's all we gonna be able to do we can hang out in the house (laughs) but we gonna rent the photograph you know the movie oh my god and we gonna eat just stay in the room we gonna be in the living room. Just stay somewhere isolated. It's too much. You gonna be gone. I actually be gone. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be gone. I'm gonna be with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's if Don Yev not here. Our engineer might be with us for a month. If that's the case, you just gonna we just gonna make plans and we gonna leave. Oh okay. Boom. Yeah. Where y'all gonna go? Bitch, I don't know. You asked a lot of questions. Anyway, we our engineer may be with us for the month of May. Yes. Woo woo. I miss my little cousin. Yeah. So the dilemma though is, you know, she got some health stuff and the Rona is like here, here. 
down the street on both sides. Jesus. Yeah, like they're quarantining people like on our street. So. <laughs> oh, Mandy don't hear this episode. Yeah, you know she don't listen to this shit. But so the the worry is like if she comes down, like we just told her straight up, like if you come down, you're not gonna be able to leave the house, like yep. the apartment. So yep. you can I'm, stay in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so like we told her straight up, like, do you want like we don't have a problem with you coming and hanging out? Like we can find fun stuff to do in the house, but you're literally going to be in the house for the entire yeah. month. So like, do you want to do that, or do you want to stay in Charlotte where it's not that bad and you can go outside and there's a yard and y'all got like a little patio set and. They got like a whole hot tub out there and shit. And yeah, we don't got all that. We, we don't they, got no yard. They took our. They took our fucking. Uh, they took we, our, our balcony. When we was at work, they just came home. <laughs> shit was missing. I came home. We came home and our chairs were on the side and niggas were sitting in the chairs. Rolling blood. <laughs> Rolling blood. <laughs> it became neighborhood chairs. Yeah, community chairs. That was a cute yogi. Li- cute little yellow. Yellow's my favorite color patio set but but yeah so and plus i re- so yeah we'll see if we have our engineer here she'll be on the podcast too of and, course because she's gen z like tags so it'll be fun i think that shit is so weird how these generations are split up she's 17 listen i feel it i love i love my little cousin i do i love her dear, i love her dearly but the fact that me, my little cousin who is 17, and my nephew, my fucking nephew, oh, hell no. That anyway. shit, that shit did. I don't but like yeah, it. we won't see because Nate will be gone for the month of May, so I really want to work <gasps> as much as possible, too, like, while I don't have to worry about him, because we trying to get this house, y'all. Yes. Yes. We really trying to get this house. So, preferably a four-bedroom. Because everybody and their mom want us to do a YouTube and shit, but we don't have the space to, like, set all that shit up or the money. We don't have the money or the space to set all that shit up. So, like... Like where that where the lighting gonna go? Where the mics and shit gonna go? Like where space here? Yeah, like where is all this shit gonna go? Like it's four of us in the two bedroom. Like (laughs) she is so fucking good. Uh, So you know, wish us luck. Give us money. We'll talk more about that later. (laughs) But yeah, let's talk about. Well, let's talk about the Atlanta event. Shout out to all the strippers. Yes. The strippers cannot forget about you. Atlanta shit. Hey, Tia, shit, this is where you come down for a couple days and you never go back home, nigga. Trust me. So, I am so excited about this segment because I am going to tell you all about my Facebook Live reading and Q&A. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Of my book, she decided to bloom a love story for in and pros. So outside, still outside, still close us. I don't care what Atlanta yeah, talking I'm not about, going nowhere. what George Mm-mm. is talking about. Mm-mm. We in the house unless we gotta go to work. To Keisha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keisha said, "Stay y'all motherfucking ass in the house." Period. Period. And I'm gonna listen. In the house. So I did my um. My Q&A and reading on Sunday 
at three o'clock and the audio is included as our bonus episode so go back and listen to it um i basically kind of did it as like a part two of our like duality episode because i wear many hats i am also a poet and writer and domestic violence survivor you look like those balloons advocate outside the car wash you know the- <laughs> yes that was that was the goal but anyway <laughs> so yes li- um go back and listen to that if you know someone who is a fan of poetry and or um, domestic violence survivor, send that on over to them. Um, it is also on YouTube. We have our YouTube channel up. Yes. Um, it's literally just the cover art and the audio. Like, don't expect yeah. to, like, see us, like, live. Yeah. Well, my live is actually, like, my face or whatever, but... That's yeah, yeah, but the podcast, it's the picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. And there's a slight delay on getting it on the YouTube, because it takes time for, like, the video to oh load on it up. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, it takes, like, a half a day to even, like, I get the shit on there. I should about that, because, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It takes, like, a half a day to even, like, <laughs> get it on there. Oh, but yeah, we're not on SoundCloud anymore, but we are on YouTube now, so, boom. Yay! <laughs> SoundCloud um, was like the hood anyway. It's so, okay. but, <laughs> it's all right. Oh, my God. We belong in the hood, though. Everybody needs a good voice for the fucking, you know. Good start. Yeah. But, um, so, okay, since no one's going outside, I want us to talk about what we're watching, and we wanted to somewhat recap Insecure! All-American, though. All American's good. All American is good as fuck. I okay, yeah. So All American was good. Me and KJ kind of started Ballers. We like Ballers. I started it, never finished it. Really? Yeah. I like. But it a lot. I started it with somebody. I was like, I'm not oh. gonna watch this. No. Okay, so you kind of associate the show with whoever the nigga was. Yes. Yeah. And I know he listened. <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> okay, so insecure. So. Issa is not being a good person. She's not being a lovely human. So, okay, I just wanted to talk about, like, three themes, kind of, because there's so much happened in the episode, we can't, like, touch every single thing. Yeah. Because, like, we're not insecurity. Like, we're yeah. not the, the recap podcast. You know, shout out to them. Um, the black guy who tips, um, Rod and Bossy, they also recap it. They're um, really good, too. Um, they're... One is called like this too much, and then they recap insecure. <laughs> They're hilarious. Um, so I wanted to talk about first the, I guess the theme of like therapy or like mantras within the. Okay, yes. well, basically, Issa and Molly's friendship. Like, what's happening? Like, come on, Issa, girl. I feel like Issa's really dropping the ball. Right. Okay, so, like, first episode, everybody was like, why the fuck Molly acting like that? Da, 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 da. And then now in this episode, it's like, okay, Molly wanted to, like, 
squash it and figure out what was going on and this and that. And it was Issa that was like, I don't feel like it, so fuck it. Like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm at the Mexican go, restaurant. I'm about to eat fajitas with my brother. Oh, well, like, okay. And Molly over here, she really made a cake for you. And, like, she made a pie for you and made it crispy on the outside. Just just how you like it for y'all to have this com- come over to have this conversation. And she's just not going to show up. And then post her shit on her story like, yeah, I'm having a great time. You know Molly gonna see that shit mad as fuck eating her crunchy pie. Crunchy pie. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Um, yeah, I, I'm just not... Okay, so like, Molly's shown a lot of growth. Oh, a hell of a lot of growth. Like, she's literally like, okay, I'm like moving past some things. I'm compromising. I'm apologizing. You know, whatever. She's doing good. And she's literally doing that with everyone... Except for Issa. Well, she's trying to do it with Issa, but Issa's just acting like I ain't feeling it. It's whatever. Yeah, you, and, can't, you can't do that. And that's what's causing the drip. And I mean, I don't know if it's going to be like a back and forth, like next episode, Molly's going to do something. We're going to be like, oh, here they go, Molly. You know, it seems like it's a, a seesaw. It's up and down. Yeah. So we'll see, I guess, whatever. The other thing I wanted to explore was... Um, the Condola and Lawrence Ooh. thing. Ooh. Dating after divorce. Oh, yeah, that's your topic. So, um, I sympathize with Condola to an extent. Now, I feel like the way she started the conversation with the you kind of invited yourself thing was like that stupid was as really fuck and weird and rude. But. Ain't no but. That was rude. Okay, yeah. But I'm she has her points. Yes, okay. So, that whole, like, you would still be with Issa if she ain't cheat thing was just kind of stupid. But the whole, like, I just got a divorce, so now nah, I'm not really trying to get married. Nah, this isn't that serious. Yeah, I'm not about to jump at the chance to get a ring and a kid. No. Right, and it's like, okay... <sighs> She okay. This is what kind of get got on my nerves about Condola. You know that you just got out of this thing and you want something casual. So why are you acting like you're intentionally dating if you if yeah. you need to just be casually dating? Like I purposely avoided people that wanted like serious serious relationships. Mm-hmm. Five minutes after I left my husband, they were beating down the door. Like, they were waiting for me to leave. And I had to tell them straight up, like, I'm still legally married. And you talking about, like, you want me to move in with you and this and that. Adopt and my like, son, Deontay. We gonna raise him. Him and Nate gonna get along. It was too much. And I just felt like, I felt like a lot of it was just emotionally selfish. Like, how can you really expect me to be fully invested in whatever it is you're trying to do with me? And I'm still, like, super tied up and tangled with this last thing. So... But in Condola? In, in Condola? Condola? In Condola's yeah, Condola, case... Yeah. Condola. Anyway, in Condola's case, she got... Lawrence is over here spending the night. Lawrence, she's waking up That's what Lawrence. I'm saying. Like, she's her not actions, treating it casual. Her, exactly. Her actions... Her actions give validation to his feelings. Right. So when she was like, 
You invited yourself. It was real out of character because this entire time we've been waking up with this nigga. You've been it was real confusing. Like, okay, what are we doing then? Yeah. Because you making it seem like we really... She literally, like... What was it? The first episode, last episode, whatever. Like, I really want to build with you and I want us yeah. to really try this. And, okay, you are giving the we're building vibes. But we ain't building nothing. But you There's really, no brick and mortar. Right, but you want the situationship thing. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, and that's not about to work out. Yeah, I I just think that she should have like, she should just be on Tinder, getting yeah. dig down here and there, whatever. Tinder, and that's kind of it. Like, if you're not trying to do the whole like, I want to be a family, I want to this and that, whatever. Um, now on Lawrence's in, he's still like Issa. He's still in love with Issa. Yep. Okay, they needed to have a real conversation about what their plans were. And I feel like, especially with guys, I feel like when guys hear that, like, you broke up with somebody or divorced, whatever, they assume that, like, that doesn't mean anything. She still wants to, like, date and be super involved and da-da-da. Like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't click with a lot of guys, I feel like. It from, doesn't. From just experience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't even think he even thought about the fact that she's divorced and it could have been a really tough thing. And I don't even know if they had that conversation yet. They probably haven't. Because I would explain exactly that last scene between them. Right. You don't even want a family. Like, yeah. sir, it's been five minutes. Stop trying to put a baby in me. Right. Like, what are we doing? Like, Leave just. Like, you're trying to fast track with you and Issa where you and Issa should be at right now as far as like engaged starting a family whatever we've been dating for what three months maybe let's calm down yeah like (laughs) yeah uh, last thing the convo with Issa and her brother how she was saying that she feel like she got the Lawrence that had the potential, but Condola gets the Lawrence that, like, is flourishing. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, you know, he was going to pay for their lunch. <sighs> oh, my God. Honestly, I totally understand where she's coming from because that's kind of how I feel with... Uh, that's kind of how I feel about six-year niggas. Because all that time, it was a whole bunch of like, oh, well, can you can you do this? Can you do that? And the you is me. It's me. I'm the one that's out here breaking bread. I'm the one that's out. Well, granted, he would pay for like some dates. But like, as time moved on, everything was like, let's just go half on shit. And I, ooh, daddy had to put me in my place. Daddy had to put me clean in my place. Because daddy, uh, I remember he pulled up. You know, his car was loud. He pulled uh, up. And we was going on a date. And daddy was like, who paying? And I was like. We're probably just gonna go half. And daddy looked at me like he looked at me like he ain't never seen me in his life. And was like, You going half? You're nineteen and you're going half with a nigga? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I mean we I mean you're young, young you're hanging out. I no, I no. Daddy had every right to pull me to the side and tell me that that nigga wasn't shit. Uh... And I finally listened. So, I definitely can relate. Um, I mentioned in my writing, and I and I tell my friends all the time, but in a poetic way, I mentioned that um, 
love has been a visitor in my life. It's never <laughs> been, it's never made a home of me. Yeah. Where I'm that person that's the pit stop, I'm not the destination. We'll see with this relationship. Um, hopefully love has made a home of me. But I'm always that person that's like, I'm helping you with your resume and I'm dropping you off at the interview and I'm, you know, this, that, and the third and I'm paying for your shoes for the interview. Well, not, maybe not. I'm not too big on buying shoes, but like. He'll walk you out know. your life endlessly. He'll walk clean out your life endlessly. <sighs> it took in me a while shoes. to get Kelvin shoes. But like, I'm the person that's, you know, like, I'm helping you with the interview questions. Like, we're doing mock interviews. Um, writing your um your cover letter um you know networking and stuff for you you need money for the bus whatever like i got you like i'm always that person and then when everything comes to fruition all of a sudden you don't fuck with me anymore and you're like with the next chick Mm -hmm. and i'm literally seeing several relations like you know relationships i've been in or whatever where like directly after me they find the one quote unquote and they're like with that person now and they're married or they're doing well or like with what's his face he called me the other day and well not called me gave um what is it facebook message whatever and told me that um that she cheated on him and shit but he used to like hide me and I was doing all of this stuff for him and he's the one he's the fuck boy I was telling you about in the other episode when he got with this girl who that's not cute but anyway oh my god um she's made more fearfully than wonderfully that is what it is oh my god so yeah when he got with her and he like actually made the relationship public and they were living together and he was working they and paying bills and yeah it was like wow so initially i felt like wow like okay this must be like the one for him because he's literally doing everything that i was like begging 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 him to do for her so like maybe i just wasn't that person for him you know, like, maybe I was the prototype of what he was supposed to be in a relationship. And he, like, is taking those hard lessons and, like, doing that in the next thing. But I don't, it's kind of like um, they take what they can take and they leave what you they leave. The, you eat the meat and spit out the bones. Right. Like, I'm left with the skeletons and you're off with the next thing. So... I definitely related to her feeling like, you know, I'm the one who basically built him and now someone else is like reaping the benefits of it. Because they were together for five years. He was unemployed for three of those years. Mm -hmm. That's a long time to carry somebody that you're not married to. I wouldn't have did it. (laughs) Well, actually, me who I am now, I, I refuse to do that. One, because I know... I know and I understand what I bring to the table. So, like... Yeah. And I know my worth. I'm not going to let you take advantage of me because I'm in this situation and it's slightly better than yours. Like, no. No. Yeah. And that's something for me, what you said earlier, like, love, love has never made a home of me. 
I don't know how that correlates with me because after me, niggas' lives go down the drain. Oh my god! <laughs> Bro, ended up in jail. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, other nigga got a kid. Anyway. Oh my god. Okay. But, but in the current situation in which I'm in, I want this to flourish. I want this to become something great. And I just have to sincerely hope that we're on the same fucking page. It yeah. Lo- it sounds like we are. It looks like we are. But. Love is a gamble. It changes its mind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just. But I try to remind myself that love is big and ever evolving. So I'm constantly trying to make sure I'm making enough room for her. Because if there isn't room, she'll pack up her shit and she'll go. So I'm, yes, so I'm constantly like trying to like reevaluate, and we're you know having the tough conversations, and we're doing the whole honest moment where we're we're saying what we feel with that moment, and you can't judge, you can't get mad, you know. Like we're trying to do the honest conversation thing, and you know we're cleaning out the trash and making room for for treasure. So we do something similar, but we don't do like the whole honest moment thing beforehand. It's just like I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! It's but... normally him to me, and I'll be like, "Oh my bad, I ain't." Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> but yeah, I like I like him. So I hope he he gets on board oh. at some point. So you know, listen, I do too. And I feel like I'm being impatient. Oh my goodness, I have so many feelings towards this shit. Because at one point, I feel like I'm being impatient because before him, it was, it was, fucking, before him, it was Jailbird. <laughs> so, and that's what my, all my friends know him as. So before him, yeah. he kept saying, like, yeah, we gonna, we gonna be together. We gonna do this. We gonna and he just that. didn't want it with him. And it just, well, one, yeah, one, I didn't exactly want it with him. And two, he kept saying all these things. His actions never matched what he was actually saying to me. Yeah. And then the dude before that, well, actually, no, what? It's not exactly before. Timeline's not important. Oh my God. <laughs> Timeline doesn't matter. Oh <laughs> he was saying, again, he was saying all of this amazing stuff, but like the actions never came into fruition. And I actually liked him. So I'm really sincerely hoping, sincerely hoping that who I'm talking to now this shit works out because I really 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 fucking like him and if it don't work out what am I gonna do with this painting if it doesn't work out then you'll do the work to heal and then love will come and visit again and and hopefully she'll decide she don't want to go she don't want to leave <laughs> I have been love's pit stop but that's that's crazy well or maybe love lives inside of me and that's why whenever they leave their life turns into shit oh my god that's what it is oh my god I'm saying alright let's get into these donations Donations, donations, gifts, gifts. So you. That shit long. Shut up. So, so you heard us earlier. We're trying to get a house. 
We're trying to get a house, guys. We're trying to get a house, guys. You guys. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't mind doing a YouTube shit somewhat. I don't mind it because I was already doing some YouTube shit before. I don't... You gotta get too cute to do the YouTube shit. So I don't know if I feel like really you just gotta get medium cute. <laughs> it's not even that deep. You do. You just gotta get medium cute. Medium cute. Like get dressed like you about to go flex on your cousins at the family reunion. That's it. You don't gotta do nothing too big. Uh, you know? Look, I ain't gonna promise that we gonna do the live jump every week, maybe twice oh, a nah, month. Not Some every shit week. like yeah, cause. It's just a lot going on, but I be tired. She be tired. I work at the hospital. Shit be crazy. Yeah, like it's already late now. Yeah, I don't be coming home. Like, let me get dolled up. Like, we no. on Yeah, like we record at night. Like, I'm not trying to put on makeup at night just to take it right back off. Like, we it's... most currently have one face mask. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we you know doing the video stuff on the YouTube like that's gonna take money because. You know, the lighting, the cameras, the mics, you know, different mics, stuff like that. So, you know, all that costs money. So, if you would like to donate to us, our cash up information is in the show notes as well as our, um, our, as, yeah, our cash up and then as well as the PayPal. So, yes, you can donate to us that way. If you do not have money, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Anchor, I think, do they, do they subscribe on Apple Podcasts? Anyway, subscribe, like, Don't rate, all that stuff, we're on, um, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Is that right? Did I say YouTube? Did you? And YouTube. And YouTube, we didn't say YouTube, so yes, we're on YouTube now. Um, so yes, let your friends know about us, share our posts, like us on Instagram and on Facebook. We're at Melinzi Podcast. We're not on the Twitter. Just don't really feel like doing the Twitter <laughs> thing. Sorry. Um, just don't. Um, what else? What else can they do? You sound so much better asking for like, hey, give us money than I do. Because I'd be like, where the bank at? Like, oh, my God. Come through ratchet. You're just where the like, bank at? hi. <laughs> yeah, you know, we really like doing this thing. And we're like, you guys are supportive. So, yeah, if you le- if you um rate us and leave a review, we'll read it. So, we got a five-star rating with Apple Podcasts, but they didn't leave a comment. It's just like the five stars. So, yeah. We have um someone favorited us or subscribed to us on Anchor. Several people, yeah. Yes. It came to my phone when I was, like, mad as shit at work because my coworkers suck. Oh, yeah. We have a couple of people that um, that subscribed on YouTube. We see y'all. Thank you so much. But, yeah, you know, interact with us. Y'all making my day. Interact with us on our social media pages. Um, Tayana runs the Instagram. I run the Facebook. Hello. You know, leave us comments and stuff. We'll comment back, all that good stuff. If you see a post that looks like it don't belong there, just please, just. Mind your business. Right. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, like you know, these are just this just kind of makes us feel like you know you're listening and you're interacting. If you don't have the money, but you can comment on something or leave a review or tell someone about us, share 
the episode, that type of thing. Like, we appreciate that, too. So That feels so good. It does. Yeah. I be hyped. Like, when um when my coworker, she was like, girl, let's do your podcast. I was like, oh, my God, you do? Mine? Which one? Which coworker? A cool <laughs> one? Or, like... I only told the ones that I was fucking with about the podcast. Everybody oh, okay. Else, because everybody else going to know that I'm talking about them. So, I mean, they could listen. Oh my gosh. It's not going to, you know, change me. No, no, no. This is my platform. Just because y'all got one. Oh my. Anyway. Talking on Facebook with your 60 year old friends. We appreciate you guys. And (laughs) we look forward to hearing from you via the donations. Donations. Gifts. Fuck the voicemail. Gifts. Talk to us through the money. Also, also also through the voicemails, the emails, the comments, all that stuff. So all that good stuff. Yes. Oh yeah. So we're gonna like like we said we're on YouTube, but it's gonna be like a half a day delay or whatever. So it may not be available like midnight Thursday. Yeah, more like midday Thursday. Cause yeah, like 3 p.m. Thursday. Yeah, yes. it's, it's, it's annoying. And if it's a delay, just hit up the Instagram because I'm going be, to have to post about it anyway because that shit takes forever. It does, yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See y'all later. <laughs>